All right, guys, good morning. David Villa here, David Villa with Game Changer Devo and uh, the crew. We got Mike Cherup, Ezra Bauckham, and Sam Benitez. Yo, yo, yo. Sam or Samuel? Samuel. Samuel. Samuel Benitez. Don't you shorten his name? SB in the house. <laughs> All right, so hey, I hope you guys are having a great uh, Thursday morning. Good morning, good morning. And uh, so let's dive in, man. We've been talking a lot about. Um, well, here, you know, we, we started yesterday, but we've been talking a lot here in the company and the crew about um, being uncomfortable. You know, the word, uh, when you put the, the, the letters UN in front of something, it, um, it, it means the reversal of. And uh, so we, we're talking about being uncomfortable, right? Reversal of comfortable. We talked a little bit yesterday um, about growth, how it depends on, you know, uh, activity. And uh, I love that. You know, we, um, I think that a lot of times, you know, we, we want to be comfortable. And it's in our DNA. You know, really, it comes, it comes down to the fact that, you know, it's in our DNA to be comfortable. You know, it's something that is human instinct. It is something that we strive for. It's something that we long for. And, uh, and I'll say it this way. It's in our, our first inclination is to not get uncomfortable right? And to be comfortable. So, you know, but yet today we want to dive into, you know, we're, because look, here's the thing, you know, we're we're talking about uh, growing. We're talking about stretching. We're talking about taking ground. I mean, it's a, it's a good time to do it, right? Everybody's focused on like, what can I change? What can I do better? You know, what can I, what can I, you know, what can I improve on? And uh, failure, you know, is one of the things or what we perceive as failure is one of the things that I think um, really, has a lot to do with, you know, us staying comfortable because we're, we're in our comfort zone. It's not that we're lazy. And you know, sometimes I think people automatically, um, you know, because, because, uh, uh, ap- apathetic being apathetic is, is something that maybe you struggle with at, at a certain time in your life, maybe younger and things like that, because <clears throat> you're transitioning, you know, from, you know, from, you know, a young person to an adult and to getting into, you know, somebody and, and your parents doing things for you and kind of getting into life. I mean, we've all experienced that. And apathy is something that I think at that point, um, if you're not raised right, taught right, if you're not given the opportunities, maybe, you know, for a lot of different reasons, or if you don't seize it, then you, you kind of struggle with that. So but when we look at uh, comfort zone, a lot of times we are quick to just kind of put it right into that category. Like, you know, get out of your comfort zone, man, you know, st- you know, stop being lazy or stop, you know, kicking back and, you know, get, get active, get aggressive. And the reality is it's mostly failure as you get, uh, as you get further along that will keep you in your comfort zone. You're, you're good. You're, you feel comfortable. You feel like I've got this, I'm in control of this domain, you know, I've aced it and man, you know, I mean, I, I just don't want to fail. I don't want to step out of this known into the unknown and I don't want to fail. And so let me just kind of say, I mean, would you, first of all, I mean, do you guys agree with that? I mean, failure or the fear of failure, you know, is probably, um, you know, do you think that's probably the, what keeps us in our comfort zone more than anything? Oh yeah. 100%. Um, I, it's not so much from my standpoint, at least for me, it's not so much failure. It's mm-hmm. letting people down, which hey, I mean, it's failure, failure in a sense, in a sense, but it's more or less like I work for you and I know over the years I've messed up a lot of different times and I've never been afraid to mess up because I know you are the kind of person that, you know, you'd rather see effort than somebody not do something, but it's the letting you down part that always gets me the most. That's the part that always scares me the most about trying something new. And yes, it is failure, but that's just the way I see it. It's like, I don't like to let other people down. Well, I mean, okay. So that's actually, 
because remember I told you guys yesterday we're gonna try to, to kind of slow down and and talk about this and 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 get comments from you guys that are listening. If you want to call in, we'll put the number up there. We'd love to have you uh, call in if you feel something you know burning that you want to say about this. But you know, let's let's slow down for a second. So that's actually a really good place to stop and and talk for a second. Mike said it's not. First, you said it's not fail. It's not fear of failure. It's you know I'm a, you know I don't want to let you down. But the reality is, I think the first step, a lot of people don't know that it's a fear of failure. So I think, I think that, I think that, uh, I think that making sure you recognize what it is, you have to identify something before you can overcome it, right? You have to, you have to recognize something before you can, um, you know, begin to renovate, you know? And so let's recognize what it is. And uh, good morning, Dana. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Kayla. I uh, appreciate you guys coming in. Good morning, Eddie. I know we have others, but I see some comments popping in. And, you know, um, we're talking about, you know, the second day and getting comfortable being un- uncomfortable, which we're emphasizing the un there. The un is the reversal of, right? The un is I'm reversing comfort. And what we're trying to do is, you know, making it a deliberate action. And that's really what it is. It's not, listen, comfort is necessary. You know, when you go to buy a chair, you know, you judge a chair by the comfort. You know, you go to buy a mattress. I just spent a lot of money on a Tempur-Pedic. What, what do you call those things? Tempur-Pedic? Yeah, the things that are adjustable. The Tempur-Pedic. I mean, I bought like the, the Mac Daddy one because you know what? The bed's amazing. It's comfortable. I don't want to, you know, I want I want comfort. There's a time for comfort, right? But what we're talking about is not living a life, you know, you know, with no comfort and, and sleeping out in the ground and, you know, and roughing it. You know, it's, it's we're talking about, you know, f- being deliberate you know, to put yourself in positions to try, putting yourself in positions to fail. But there's, I'm going to talk about there's no such thing as failure. So that's kind of a, okay, so I'm in, you're interested, right, in hearing why I just contradicted myself seemingly, right? So put yourself in the position to fail, but there is no such thing really as failure. We're going to talk about that kind of getting into the comfortable, uncomfortable deal, and then we're going to talk again tomorrow. So I'd love to hear your comments. You know, this, I think that no matter what you say, I think that anything that can be um, said or brought up into this can actually help us weave into a natural conversation, which is what I'm all about, right? I want to have some really effective change here. I want us to help each other overcome some things, right? As we get, if we're going to talk about being uncomfortable, let's talk about why it's important. Let's talk about how we cannot live another January, another February, another year, right, without trying some things. So Mike just said, you know, listen, it's not really as much about failure, but it's about, you know, I work for you and I don't want to let you down. Well, that has to be identified as a fear of failure. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm fearing letting someone down. I have a, a fear that I'm going to fail you that I'm going to disappoint you. And that is, that is the type of fear we're talking about, right? When we think of fear, sometimes, you know, we think of like Freddy Krueger, you know, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, you know, I'm scared, I'm terrified. I'm not talking about that. Or we think of demonic fear. You know, we think of things at the extreme level. You know, I'm talking about the fear that, that faces you every single day that paralyzes you, even if it's somewhat subconsciously from stepping out. So really quick, I love what Kayla said, failure being uh, expectations unfulfilled. Love that. All right, so there's no such thing as failure. So let's look at this for a second. Let's just, let's just kind of delve into this. So growing is a choice, right? And your method of growth, my method of growth, may look different from others. So let's just say you've had, you know, in your heart to pursue your own business, right? I can relate to that. Some of you listening can relate to that, right? You're choosing to get uncomfortable by either stepping out of faith with the idea or adjusting your schedule so you can work on your idea on the side to build it up before leaving your full-time job. Just spoke to someone yesterday that we had this exact conversation. Very successful person. 
you know, asked me for some advice and <clears throat> had some things in their heart regarding um, starting a business. You know, uh, they've been thinking about it for a while. They know they're talented in this area. They've been pr produce, doing this for their company for a long, long time. They're making an incredible amount of money. So he reached a place where he's made more money in a month than he's ever made in any other month this past month. Okay, so at his job, so it's not about money. Understand, he's made an ungodly, unreal amount of money that, you know, comes when you work really hard and you have the right opportunity. And so he said, you know what, this is what my heart is and I want to do it. He said, but, you know, I kind of want to do it. He said something. He said, I kind of want to do it, you know, like a little bit like on the side, you know, to kind of get it eased in. Cause I don't, and what he was basically saying, and I had to give him some straight advice. And I'm going to tell you, you know, um, I, I said, look, I said, to be honest with you, there's no such thing as pursuing your dream part-time. I said, there's the right time. I want you to put that down, guys. You need to put that down. You need to write that down. There's because there, that just came to me, and I don't like to forget this kind of stuff either. Sam, make sure you note this for me too. So there's, there's no such thing. You can't do it part time. There's no such thing as doing it part time, but there is the right time. And so don't mistake the part time part time for the right time. So part time is meaning you you it means that you probably it is probably the right time, but you are you're trying to hold on to the old while you're pursuing the new. You're trying to hold on to your comfort zone with your butt while you're tiptoe, you put your big toe into the, into the unknown, uncomfortable zone. So there's, that's, the, that's, that's the right time, but you're trying to do it part-time. You cannot do it part-time, but you can do it at the right time. And there's also the wrong time. There's also the wrong time. Sometimes, you know, I've been an expert, okay? So maybe somebody can agree with this, and maybe you can give me somewhat of an amen. I've been an expert, at doing things the wrong time because I have so I have a very now personality by nature I want it now you know right I mean you guys you? did you guys Amen. yeah you guys didn't are we talking that? about the same David Villa yeah I, I, mean, I, I know I've I know. never noticed I, that I hide it well <laughs> but I'm just saying you know? <laughs> so, but but you know what I've gotten a lot better at it a lot better over the years because if not I'd be probably be in the ditch somewhere but you know <laughs> but yeah I'd definitely be somewhere not sucking my thumb in the corner but um but my point is, is that I want it now. Right. And, and so normally mine is I've, it's the wrong time. And the wrong time is when you feel the vision, when you think about it, but you haven't let it marinate, right. You're trying to, we talked about that the other day, maybe yesterday. I don't remember. I remember saying something about the fact that you take, you know, the food and you, you have the recipe and you're, you're, you're cooking it. And then you don't wait for it to get finished. You know, it's this great grandma's recipe for something that you remember was amazing as a kid. You got the recipe on paper, you start making it. And then before it's really done, you're so hungry, you eat it and you're like, eh, this isn't, doesn't taste like I remember it. Well, you didn't, you didn't let it prepare the way it was prepared, right? So that's another story. That's the wrong time, okay? So there's a wrong time. So if you've got something in your heart, pray about it, marinate on it, cook on it. Man, I'm talking like let it play through the process. Remember we talked about this power in the process. That's what that was. So getting, but there's also, the, there's also the right time and you're trying to do it part-time. And part-time will not work. So... What do you guys think about that? I had a... There, there, there's definitely, like, as you say that, I mean, I can relate to something in my life. I um, I wanted to be a con an online content creator for a little while. So mm -hmm. I wanted to be a live streamer on Twitch. And I think about it. And the right time for me to pursue that was when I did. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I was married. I, could, I still had time to spend with my wife. Um, but I could still, you know, game for eight hours a day. And I was still working full time. If I try to do that now with a two-year-old... And a full-time job and working six days a week, it would never work. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, that dream did not 
end up becoming something that I could sustain. What was the dream? Becoming a basically being a full time online content creator. Oh, for games. Being somebody being somebody that could just stream online. for games. Yeah, for okay. gaming, and that was something that I wanted, and I thought you know this would be kind of a cool thing, and mm-hmm. I tried it, and you know ultimately it didn't work out. But the timing, if I had tried to do that now, because I still you know in the back of my mind, you know if I won the lottery, I'd still try to you know take a shot at it, mm-hmm. but right now I could never do it. And mm-hmm. it's it, like right now wouldn't be the right time for me to try. It's just it. the wrong time. It could be the right, you know, it could be the right, it could be the right thing. It could be the wrong time. It could be the wrong thing at the right time. It could be the wrong thing at the wrong time. It could Absolutely. be, you know, and then also there's also this, there's the right time, the right person, the right place, the right thing, the right time. There's also the right person at the wrong time for the wrong thing. I mean, there's so many different things that have to line up. By the way, Sam, if you could change that quote, I want to make it a little more like a little more uh, slang and raw. So instead of saying there's no such thing as fulfilling your dreams part time, but you can do it at the right time, say more like you're trying, you, you're trying to do you're trying to do it part time. Wait, part time. But you're trying to do part time. Part time won't work. I don't know. Let me think about it for a second. I just don't like the way it reads. Out. By the <laughs> way, what you, did I say? You, what did I say? Well, it's all good. I, I just don't like the way that it's kind of soft. It's like you know, it's like like if I were like a professor or something. That's how I would say it. But you know, I want to say it a little with a little we'll more throw punch. Throw some pizzazz <laughs> on it. Actually. Well, uh, yeah, while you, know, you think on that, Kayla, yeah. Kayla Williams threw a question out to us. When is the right time? Mm. Which I think is a good question. Yeah, I kind of toss in on that. Sure, man. Um, I mean, I think the right time has, I mean, obviously there's many different definitions because what is the right anything? Like a lot of what we talk about being the right time or wrong time. Mm-hmm. But number one, when I think the right time for things is when things start to m- make it their time. So like, you know, you have goals or aspirations or something that you're working on and you're personal, professional, whatever, but those kind of things, you'll notice things are starting to sync up and that they all kind of like, they might be on different wavelengths, but Mm -hmm. in the long run, there's one point where they all kind of get in that same rhythm and then Mm -hmm. you'll start to feel that. And that's when it becomes, okay, now's the time to make action and do those things. Now also you can make it the right time. So people have a more audacious personality where they want to just put the money to where their mouth is and they just Mm want to get to it. But sometimes you can overstep that too. Absolutely. And uh, by the way, let's do it this way. You, there's no such thing as fulfilling dreams part time. So leave that edit the second half. There's either the right time or the wrong time. That right? Better. So that's how we end it. So there's no such thing as fulfilling your dreams part time. There's 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 either the right time or the wrong time. There is either the right time or the wrong time. And that's really what it comes down to. So let me Kella, when is the right time? I mean, Ezra, great answer there. You know, when is the right time? And I, th- I do think, um, I think that the right time has to be in prayer and fasting. You know, right now, you know, one of the reasons, you know, I, you know, I choose to fast and pray and use the beginning of the year is I want to seek God for, um, you know, for, for various things. I mean, spiritually, relationally, personally, physically, mentally, right? Financially, those types of areas. So I begin to, I begin to place all those things into a list, so to speak, and say, God, I'm believing you for these types of things. And I know that it works because the Bible says so. But then when I start to, you know, really put those types of things, Kayla, into seeking God, then the enemy fights me in those areas. That's sometimes when the biggest doubts in those areas come, you know, and, and, and I've been trained, you know, through the word of God over the years and taught, you know, and, 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 and really have come to an understanding that breakthrough happens sometimes at the place of most resistance. It doesn't feel like it, and sometimes the enemy's really good at making us not see that. But the reality is that's when breakthrough happens. So, so when when is the right time? And I think that you know, depending on what it is, depending on who it is, you know. Um, and uh, but if you feel it in your heart, and you know, if if you feel it in your heart and it's burning, 
you know, and it's something that's like, it's, it's, you know, it's time, but you look at, then there's a, but, and you go, well, but there's no resources or, but there's no opportunity. You know, you got to be careful to right then to say, Lord, I don't want to make the wrong decision because there could be a wrong time. And I don't want to make the, but I want to make the right decision, but I don't want to do a part-time. So what I want to do is I want you to show me. And then, so God, if this is you make a way, open up a door of provision, you know, um, because the God, or if it's something that's worth God being involved with, then it might take him moving something supernatural. But we're talking, remember, we're talking about being uncomfortable. We're talking about being uncomfortable and we're talking about getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. What that really means is, you know, cause it kind of, kind of flies in the face of one another. It just, it really means that understand that if you're constantly pursuing the things of God and you're constantly going, God, I don't want to become stagnant in you. I want to really impact the world. You know, you have to expect that, you know, where you're going to be tomorrow is going to be greater than where you are today. And that, you know, but you can reach plateaus today's, you know, what I think every level of life, every level of success, there's going to be plateaus that you could, you, you have the danger of building your tent on, you know, I've camped out for too long in places of plateaus in my life where they were comfortable. You know, my income was, was great. You know, my, my, my I had some success, I had successes, you know, things were going on, but it was comfortable. And I, and I camped out and it became, it, it wasn't my, don't let your, it was a pause. So let's say this, ready? Don't let your, same ready? Don't let your pause be your promise. I've said that before. Don't let your pause be your promise. It's a pause, right? Now, is it a self-inflicted pause? Did you pause it? Or did you, you know, was, or, you know, or is it something that was uh, paused, you know, the, the Lord's pausing you for a season of time? Either way, don't let your pause be your promise. The plateaus are there for a reason, right? If we just climb and climb and climb and climb, we're going to get exhausted. We're going to get frustrated. There has to be seasons of refreshing, seasons of comfort, seasons, I believe, where we stop and we, and we, we do a work in a place, right? And then in, in, a, in, a, in a place, I mean like a, a place in your life. Don't let your pause be your promise. There's also a season for searching mm-hmm. sometimes. I went through a situation a couple of years ago, um, and, you know, I won't go into too much detail because I still am people that I know from kind of part of the situation. I'm still around on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got into, I would say a pretty, pretty heavy argument with my leader at the time. Mm -hmm. And I've, you've, you and I have gotten into it. I've gotten into it with my manager before and it's never caused me to go. All right. I got into an argument. We disagree. I'm out. I'm not that kind of person. Um, but afterwards, you know, once, you know, the anger settled down, God kind of said something to me. He goes, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you have to just wait <clears throat> for that whisper. Sometimes you just have to wait for that whisper to know when the right time is. And that was my time, you know, to step away from that ministry. It felt like God was saying, look, what you've done here is what I wanted. You've, you've, you've done your purpose. And now it's time for you to move on into something more that I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to be able to listen and recognize that that is what God's saying to you. And I've done that before where another ministry I was a part of, I heard that whisper and I ignored it. Right. And I ended up burning bridges like people I don't talk to years later Mm -hmm. because of it. And it's, you know, when you ignore it, God will always tell you when the right time is to do something. And that's what you have to listen for. Mm -hmm. If you're rooted and you, you know, if you pray every day, you know, if you're rooted in your faith, you'll know when the right time is. But sometimes our ambition also will push us to the wrong time. 
Yeah, and there's a time that, and there's and there's a time under the sun for everything. So there's the right time, and then when that right time comes, and there's the time to act. So let me just say this: we're we're talking about it, right? And I believe that I believe wholeheartedly that you know because of this and because of where people are, and you know the the beginning of the year and where you know our audiences and and your fact that you're listening to this and interacting with it, there are some folks that say, okay, I feel like that this is my season, and so you know maybe growing means you know reaching out for help you know, to heal something that has troubled you in the years past. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, it's uncomfortable for you to be vulnerable and to ask for help, but maybe, but you got to do that. You know what I mean? Maybe that's, maybe that's what being uncomfortable or growing means to, to you in the season. Maybe getting uncomfortable for you is to try something new and push through any fear of failure. You know, there's no failure when you're pursuing the uncomfortable, you know, put that down, Sam, there's no failure. There is no failure when you, when you are pursuing the uncomfortable. I'm going to say it one more time, primarily for Sam. <clears throat> there is no <laughs> failure when you are pursuing the uncomfortable. <clears throat> Only learning and growth. Only learning and growth. So when you're pursuing the uncomfortable, don't look at it as failure. Look at it as, you know, the worst thing that can happen here is I can learn and grow. So human instinct, right? I mean, this is who we are and this is important to understand. Human instinct, right, tells us to remain in our own comfort zones time and time again, right? As soon as we make shifts in our life, like a move or developing a new habit, right? Our brain starts to resist this. I mean, this is a fact, right? This mental barrier is part of the reason people give up on their dreams. <clears throat> this mental barrier is the reason people shrink back into their comfort zone. Look, you need to you need to move out of your comfort. Here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna challenge you to do. And I don't want to get we're gonna talk about this tomorrow, so I don't want to get to the this sounds more like an end statement, but I'm gonna bring it in now. We'll maybe we'll bring it up tomorrow. When you move out of your comfort zone, put it on the market. <laughs> now that is that is a quote right there that you gotta put up. When you move out of your comfort zone, put it on the market. When you move out of your comfort zone, put it on the market market listen put a sign in the yard guys and it is for sale <clears throat> put it on the market do not hold on to that comfort zone so that when you go out and you try this this and you get uncomfortable when it begins to get a little shaky when it begins to get a little bit stretching when it begins to get a little bit frustrating when you begin to experience the resistance which you will then you just go you know something i've got i still got that place back in comfortville you know what I mean? I still have that place back on Comfort Street. I still have that place back on Comfort Cul-de-sac, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to go back and I'm going to move in. My furniture's still there, Sam. It's in the same place. I know exactly where my bed is. I know exactly how many steps to the bathroom. I know exactly where my TV is and where my chair is. You know, I know all of this stuff, right? It's Comfortville on Comfort Cul-de-sac, and I'm going to move back in there. Put it on the market. When you move out of your comfort zone, put it <clears throat> on the market. <clears throat> there are times guys that you know we we are seeking growth and i believe that this is the time i really do i really believe that you know that there's people right now that say okay what do i do you know kayla asked that question you know um and you 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 start to think i've done this right i, I can't do it anymore right I, I can't do it anymore think of it as your tipping point i want you to think of it as a, a tipping point but right past that point is where the magic happens Right past that point, we talk about breakthrough a lot, breaking point. Tip, let's look at it as a tipping point, right? A breakthrough, but 
right beyond that point is where the magic happens. You can do it. And if God's called you, he'll qualify you. So right beyond that place is a tipping point. Beyond that tipping point is where the growth happens, right? And I, I just want to, I want to really encourage us <clears throat> to understand that, that it's time to get uncomfortable, but stay a little longer. You know what I mean? Do a little more. You know, I wanted to um, go into the gym, go into the trainer. I mean, I mentioned to you guys and, you know, it's gotten a little easier um, because it's already just the, just the third week in going you know, a couple times a week or, you know, to a trainer, it's all already gotten to the place where some of the initial, not all, some of the initial like death feeling, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm going to die right here on this man's floor. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to fall over and I'm not going to make it feeling right. That I thought if this is it, bump this, I'm not going right. I mean, like I, who wants to, it's like going, it's like, what do you do for a living? Well, I get, I get squarely punched in the face every day for eight hours. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, we're hiring. You want a job? No, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you go to the trainer and literally it's like, if I'm going to go through this for, you know, twice a week, no, thank you. Right. But so he kept telling me, you know what I'm telling you, he kept telling me what God tells you, what God tells me, Hey man, listen, just keep going. It'll get, it'll get better. You've got all this. You've got that. You got to get uncomfortable. You got And so going through it, you know, say, okay, sure. You know, literally the driving home the first night when I felt like I wanted to throw up at the end, I drove home you know, it's night and it's cool outside. I rolled my window down in my car, right? I mean, not roll it. I mean, you know, I put my window down in my car and I'm driving and I'm like, I don't know how I go home. Like my arms couldn't steer my, my nothing. I was like literally just sitting there the whole time I was, I was, I must've been driving 30 mile an hour. Like I was just going, this sucks. Oh wow. <laughs> this sucks. And like, I'm just, I'm driving home. And then, you know what? Now it's a little better, but I can t- tell you now that when it, when it's, it's still a struggle. And even now, I, dr- I, I want it not to be tomorrow. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I want, I'm glad it's Wednesday and Thursday because they're my in-between days. And then I'm going, oh my God. I, th- I woke up this morning on Thursday and the first thing I thought of, and I ha- this is how you know something good's happening, folks. I woke up on Thursday and I said, man, tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> Tomorrow night, I got to go to the gym. And I already started to, to feel the uncomfortableness. If that's a word. It's not, but it sounds good. Is it a word? Uncomfortableness? Yeah. Just, all right. If it is, I mean, it is. you guys know what it means. This is the, this is this is twenty twenty one in the English language. We can just throw words out all there, right, and so they t- they instantly they instantly take off. Give it a year, yeah. and it'll be in the dictionary. Unf- uncomfortability, 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 uncomfortableness. You, you you said something, and I noticed it. Um, you know, this morning I'm still uh, I'm still struggling to get you know my <clears> full <throat> schedule, sleep cycle, everything kind of like mm-hmm. where I want it. And this morning I woke up and I sleep with my window open when it's cold out, and you know when it's cold. I mean, here in Florida, I'm not talking like, you know, 15 degrees for y'all that live up north. I'm talking like it was probably in the 40s last night, but it was that super damp cold. And I woke up this morning and I was full comfort, like warm under my blanket. I'm like, man, I'm going to sleep another 30 minutes. I, 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 can, I can push my gym time back a little bit. But this morning I noticed that when you talked about failure, failure, it was funny that you said that. And then you talked about when you noticed certain things. I noticed that. I was afraid of letting myself down this morning by not going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And that's what pushed me to get up. Cause I did not want to get up this morning, but I've, I, I've learned that like, I'm afraid of letting myself down and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And you talked about another thing. Um, you know, when you move into a place that's uncomfortable, you don't know what kind of growth you're going to be, you know, six and a half, actually, I think it was six years ago. Um, you looked at me, and we were in your office and I still remember this to this day. And you said, 
how do you feel about video editing? And I said, I don't really know anything about it. I, I know the very basics. Mm -hmm. And you, you looked at me and said, I want to know if you'd be able to try this because we need somebody to be able to do it mm -hmm. until maybe we can find somebody else that can fill that gap and look at where it's kind of grown for me. That, that was a side of me I never knew existed. That was a, that was an interest I never knew I had. And then when I jumped in, I was like, Oh crap. Now, you know, I'm not saying that I'm some guru when it comes to AV stuff, mm -hmm. but I have definitely grown a lot in an area that I never thought of before in my life. And that was taking a step out into being uncomfortable. I live in the world of computers. I love computers. I love technology. I'm pretty decent at getting things to fix them. That being said, I never thought that, but look at where it's kind of grown me now. It's a very big part of my job here. And it's something that I enjoy on a day in and day out basis. Yeah. So it's that's, good. that that's, a, that's just kind of a testimony of what happens when you step away from that comfort zone. That's and, good. you know, I'm, I'm kind of bragging on you a little bit because you as a leader could kind of see something in me that pushed me to do that. And that's another thing is, you know, surround yourself with people that can not only hold you accountable, but can see that in you to maybe push you in the direction that you need to be going. You know, I'm not saying that you need to have a thousand friends that are all super uplifting, but you were my leader at the time. We weren't even as close as we are probably today, but you saw something in me as a leader and said, I think you could do this. And it pushed me. So you've got to have somebody in your life that can also push you. And I think that's really important to have, whether that's a spouse, a best friend, a workout partner, an accountability partner. Like you always have to have that one person that also helps. I mean, you have God on your side, but God's always not going to just be there and shout in your ear and say, I want you to do this. Sometimes he wants you to figure it out for yourself. And that's where some people were. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, divine connections mm -hmm. comes into play. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. All this, all this good stuff about being uncomfortable. I hope you guys are getting some good, good stuff out of it. I know I am. Um, you know, I started out studying on this, uh, you know, thinking, you know, I have a lot of notes here, um, but you know, this, I'm getting so much out of this conversation as I knew I would, and you guys are such a blessing and you're giving me so much feedback before you put the song up as we wrap up, let's read a couple of comments. Um, you know, just some comments. If you scroll, scroll all the way down. Let's see some of the comments we haven't gotten to some comments that have come in over the, uh, go down, go down. Let's see. Good. Yeah. To start back, uh, right there. So, okay. So the right time, Chelsea, the right time is God's appointed time. Whether it seems slow to come, his time is appointed and as he tell us that it will, and he tells us that it will, he, it will not lie. Amen. It will surely come and it will not delay. So if it did not happen, it's not the time. I love it. There's a blessing in our waiting. We have to be prepared for the blessings we are waiting for. Those things come in the waiting process. Amen. Matter of fact, I'm a huge, huge believer in that, that I believe the breakthrough comes in the waiting process, not when it, not when you see that, see it at fruition, but Amen on that. That's another day, right? <clears throat> Nehemiah's example has been helpful to me, Eddie says, to revisit when I'm looking at my vision. What is my part and what are the prayer points for God to move in the impossible? Love it. Elisa said, Thomas Edison didn't fail, but discovered many ways how to not make a light bulb. <laughs> That's right. You know, one real quick thing about Thomas Edison, just on a leadership perspective too, just because we may not, we might not talk about him for uh, for a while more, um, you know, when they were bringing the light bulb, he was a leader. When they were bringing the light bulb, there was a group of people that were in his basement. They were they were inventing this, and when they were bringing it up to showcase the light bulb, they gave it to a young apprentice to carry up and said, "Here, you can carry this up." And he dropped it, and it broke. And no joke. <clears throat> and then when so they did, so they made a new one. <laughs> it's not like you went to Walmart and bought a new light bulb, right? And can I tell you his leadership when they went to carry it upstairs? to show he gave it to the same boy who dropped it and let him carry it upstairs 
So just a little fun fact there. All right. So uh, Eddie, uh, was, he was a thinking Chelsea. But then he went on to say, my faith. Um, Sorry, but, jumped out a little bit. My fear points were where God had to shift the impossible, build my faith in the process. Kayla said, letting go, letting God is my 2021 resolution. My comfort being in control, but when it becomes out of my control, I get uncomfortable. Me too. I want to be in control so I can prevent from failing. Amen. Me too. But that's when I fail, <laughs> especially when you're when you're a child of God, because God wants us to to put our trust in him, especially as clerics or if you follow temperament, you know, I'm a cleric, which is a controlling person. And there's a reason God gave you that gift or that temperament, but he, 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 he's ultimately in control and we have to submit that and have that spirit led temperament. Um, and then, uh, Dana just posted 46 Psalms, 46, 10 boom right there, baby. Be still and no, uh, learn to be inspired, not scared. Is that the last one? Yep. All right, man. What a great, great show guys. Hey, tomorrow, uh, Friday, our last for the weekend, we're going to be getting uncomfortable. I'm sorry, getting comfortable being uncomfortable part three. So don't miss. Song of the day today, guys. Definitely check it out if you haven't ever heard it. It's an old song, but it was redone by Bethel a few years back. It's called It Is Well. Right can't there. can't beat that song. That Look song is... And you guys are quoting scripture and, and songs <laughs> that have them on arm. I'm getting three more, by the way. I'm getting a little mic podcast right there. I'm getting 828 for Romans 828, and then I'm getting New Era Morning right here. So mm-hmm. I, I'm hopefully getting appointment set today. Cool. Well, thank you guys. Check out that song. Um, I will tell you, we are working on doing a, um, a weekly playlist. Um, my, the marketing team and myself and Dave are going to be putting that together and we'll start sharing it out on Mondays. Just hopefully it's, you know, something that you guys can take. Um, it will be on Spotify. Um, hopefully it's something that you guys can have just to have some encouragement throughout the week. Things that are kind of either helping us or kind of encouraging us um, as time moves on. But thank you guys. Amen.